Hello, 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 mis amis. Hello, my friends. Happy Halloween. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the Manic Candace podcast. This morning, this evening, this afternoon, this Hallow's Eve night, we're going to get into my unpopular opinions. You just kill me, could you at least do that? I want to know your name. What you know about Pharrell and Swedish House Mafia? Hey. Hey, let's get it, 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 let's get it. I want to know your name. Hey. All right, the beat's going to drop, the beat's going to drop. Pound the floor, pound the floor, mid-air, up in the air. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. So this morning, I was, I'm recording in the morning, by the way, it's 4.43 a.m. It's Halloween, and the best got to me. I mean, like, what a month. I moved... I was packing all month. I was moving all month. And I'm finally out of North Phoenix. I'm in surprise. What an adjustment. I have no room. No space to call my own. I'm living with my mother who threw out my medication, my weight loss medication. And I had to retrieve it in the tr- in the trash this morning because today's trash day and she thought she was slick. My mother has been throwing out her ex-boyfriend's diabetic medication. I was just like, oh my God. Like, she's pissed. Like, she's pissed. Like, it's her ex-boyfriend. But, like, he just up and left in the middle of the night. And, like, she's throwing away all his shit. And I'm just like, whoa. All his meds. All of them. They're gone. And I'm just... And she... One of my medications is called Sexenda. I'm on this weight loss journey, by the way, because I gained 20 pounds in six weeks off of Raylar. You guys, antipsychotics make you gain weight. And it's, there's no, I mean, there, I, it, it has to get bad enough t- to where they put you on weight loss medication. I'm on weight loss medication. Not only voluntarily, but involuntarily. I mean, like, voluntarily ultimately but i was given the offer of weight loss medication without me going there if that makes sense like for i will admit i'm on the same injections as kim kardashian the only difference is i'm medically obese and she's not i don't think i'm medically obese anymore i was teetering i'll just be honest i'm five nine and a half Weighing 208 pounds as of last week. I stepped on the scale yesterday. It was 199. And then today my scale is fucking broken. So my fat ass broke the scale. I ate a lot yesterday. And I was frustrated because I took the medication yesterday. And I'm like, I don't think it's working. Bitch, before I went to bed, I threw up like five times. I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. I'm like, oh, this is how it's going to make me lose weight. 
not going to make me eat. And I feel like eating, but there's nothing to eat. And that's the thing. It's like psychologically, I want to eat. But like physically, I'm not hungry. And it, and it's a battle. It's a battle, dude. I just I just bought like, you guys know I go to H&M all the time. I just bought like new size jeans and, 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 um, pants and stuff and like underwear and they were starting to get tight and I'm like this is not a board mission like this is not what I want this is not this is not it so finally I'm starting to feel under 200 pounds I know that sounds weird but like when you weigh yourself every day you can feel your weight So today we're going to get into my unpopular opinions. And they're just like assholes. Everyone has one. But not every asshole is bleached. And my first unpopular opinion is number one. Your mother can be your worst enemy. Your mother can do things like throw away your $300 medication and then act like she didn't do it. My mother is this number one suspect right now because last night she was like, which needles are yours and which ones are Dawn's? And I'm just like, mine are in a Ziploc bag. And she threw out the diabetes medication like two days ago. And my pen, my Saxenda pen, my weight loss injectable pen, it looks exactly like diabetes medication. It, it comes in a pen and you need needles to hook up onto it. She threw my $300 sex send pen, the one that Kim Kardashian uses to lose weight. She threw that in trash. And there's no excuse for it. She knew the needles were mine. She knew the name of the drug. She knew I was on the drug. She knew the drug was in the fridge. She threw it away on purpose, thinking I wasn't going to notice. Thinking I couldn't get another prescription. I am resourceful. If there's something that my mother taught me to do, it's to be resourceful. I was the only child and I was alone a lot. So I had to be resourceful. No, 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 no. I had to get it. I like this song. The next song. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Okay, number one. I think brain. Oh, number two. I think brain surgery is the cure for mental illness. I know that's a controversial subject, but I think throwing pills at a broken brain is like. It's not stopping the bleeding. You know what I mean? You know, you know when you stop, you know how you form a blood clot? You put pressure on the wound and it starts to clot and blood stops leaking out. I think that we need to go in our brain and start cutting shit up, start severing shit, start reconnecting wires, start doing all that shit. And we're not that advanced. I don't think we ever will be, but like. I think throwing pills at a brain is stupid, especially when you cannot control the patient's behavior. You cannot control whether that patient is going to go put drugs in their system, which is going to counteract all of the medication that they are taking 
people with mental health have serious issues that need to be dealt with at a 360-degree approach. I feel like we need to go straight to the source and fix the brain. I don't know if I would volunteer myself as someone who could get the surgery, but I think it needs to, we need to start performing. Before we have the talk about merging with AI, how about we talk about healing ourselves? That's the frustrating part about all these technological advances and wanting to put chips in our brains is that what about those of us who are not mentally fit? What about those of us who have chronic depression? What about those of us who have bipolar 1 or 2? What about those of us who are schizophrenic? No one in society really cares about mentally ill people. I'm just going to say it. They could give two shits. Why is LA such a problem? Night is young and the lights are low. Looking now for a place to go. Where they play the right music, everything is fine. You need to do. Yes, yes, here we go, here we go. Anybody could be that guy. Night is young in the music's high. Mm, mm, y'all done fucked up now. Fuck around and find out. And when you get the chance, you are the dancing queen. Uh, young and sweet, only 27. Dancing queen, feel the beat on the tambourine. Oh, yeah. You can dance. You can jive having the time of your life. Ooh, 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 see that girl. Watch that scene. Digging the dancing queen. If you sang that with me, I love you. I love you so much. Because I'm over here in, 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 in Phoenix, Arizona. You may be in California next door. You may be in fucking Boardman. I forgot which state that city's in. You may be in San Jose. You may be in the Bay. You may be in San Francisco. Like, you may just be dancing with me in Japan, Australia, London. Here we go. You are the dancing queen, young and sweet, only 27. Dancing queen, uh, feel the beat on the tambourine, oh yeah. Uh, you can dance, uh, you can jog, uh, uh, having the time of your life. Ooh, 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 see that girl. Watch that scene. Digging the dancing queen. My third unpopular opinion is that Beyonce's last album and her last tour with Jay-Z was trash as hell. I say this as a Beyonce fan for 19 years. 
19 years. I was there with Destiny's Child. I was there dangerously in love. I was there for B-Day. I was there for the self-titled album. I was there. I was there. I was there when she dropped Beyonce and all the music videos and the whole world freaked out. She broke the internet. You think Kim Kardashian broke the internet with her stupid picture? No, Beyonce was gone. She was gone for years. We didn't know if she was going to make music. We didn't know nothing. We didn't know shit. So, like, all of a sudden, there's an album with Beyonce. And all of a sudden, like, it, it, you guys don't understand, like, Beyonce changed the game. Like, there used to be press releases of albums, and they used to take weeks. And it's like, oh, so-and-so's album's coming out in four weeks. But after Beyonce dropped that surprise album, we were just like, we don't care about your stupid album promo, bitch. Don't get it, get it, drag yard to yard. <laughs> hey. Neighborhood pusher. Like that, Jack. I like this song. It's Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd. But her last tour was trash, you guys. Like, I went. I went. And it was the tour before the Lemonade Tour, which is a tour I really, 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 really wanted to go to. I go off. I go off. I work hard. I work hard. Get what's mine. Get what's mine. I'm a star. I'm a star. Because I slept. I slay all day, all day. I slay, I slay all day, all day. We gon' slay, we gon' slay. Yeah, it just never, the tour was very mediocre. I know what she can do. She was half asleep during that tour. And I get it, she has three kids, but don't go on tour anymore. If you're not going to bring it and don't make albums anymore, if you're not going to bring it. I, what I think people had in this album was too many hands. Come on here, get a boy. Have a cigar. You're going to go far. You're going to fly. You're never going to die. You're going to say that there's something they got to love you. Sorry, I had to sing that. Oh, by the way, which one's pink? So the the tour was just mediocre. It was just mediocre. It was. We call it riding the gravy train. <laughs> but no, that album was trash. There's one song on that album that goes, These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. 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 It sounds like she has Young Miami on the track. I don't know if it's Young Miami or not. It could be Young Miami, but like, I don't like her album. I thought it was trash. I think she needs to, I think a lot of artists need to get away from the Book of Revelations imagery of the four horsemen and the apocalypse and to just outright say, I'm the devil. Like, I literally, I've, I've had it with Illuminati imagery. I've had it with Illuminati symbolism. It's trash. It doesn't get us anywhere. And, like, the jig is out. Like, we're all Satanists. Like, 
the jig is out. Like, boo. Like, boo. You're really scaring me with your fucking triangles and your fucking bathomet. Like. Yes, I am puffing on my elf bar. If you have become addicted to puffing on elf bars by listening to this podcast, you are entitled to monetary compensation. Next unpopular opinion is that most people don't know how to have sex. How do I know this? Because I've been around. I've been around the block. I've been around. I've been around. Yeah, so I've gotten around and like a lot of people just don't know what they're doing. And you were and like you're like Candace, don't judge. I'm judging. I'm judging. So a lot of guys like when they're like 19 to like 23, they're doing everything they've seen in a movie, in a porn movie. Guys who didn't experience that, they grow up to be like 24 to 26 and they they have like erectile dysfunction. And then like you go from guys that are like 27 to 30 they're the freaks they're the freaks the guys who were like 31 to like 55 have been fucking the same chick their whole life maybe five girls outside of that one chick but they been having sex with this one chick their whole life their whole adult life so it's like they don't know that like what if the girl wasn't was was faking it and it's just like they get to this big age and it's just like what are you doing what are you doing and it's just like it's scary how many people how many men don't use condoms like i always have to bring up are you gonna wear a condom because, like, to them, it's not even, like, a thought. And I'm just like, oh, God. I need to stop hooking up. <laughs> Free young thug. Yee, yee. I think my next unpopular opinion is that I think we peaked human civilization. Hear me out. As a species, we're doing abnormal behavior. We're just killing each other, we're masturbating, and we're fucking children. I think we peaked. I think there's nothing else to discover about us. I think I think all of our efforts are wasteless when it comes to AI. That thing's gonna destroy us. It's already destroying our society. It's already meddling in our elections. And it's or, like it gets to a point where billionaires are buying Twitter just to see what's going on with, with our media. Ooh. My next unpopular opinion is it's going to rub feathers. It's going to rub feathers, but 
Here it is. I think that we need to normalize cheating to be happy. And millennials aren't having kids because of their dating standards. You want to know why I'm single? My dating standards. You want to know why I have kids? Because I'm single. Why I don't have kids is because I'm single. I'm not having a kid by myself. That's number one. And you shouldn't blame me for not wanting to do that. But if you're going to, if Boomers and Gen X wants to put the heat on millennials for not having kids, it's because our dating standards are fucked up. We can't find suitable partners to even have kids with because our dating standards are, ooh, did he say the right reply? Did he say something lame? Did he simp way too much in the talking stage? What are we? Oh, we shouldn't give labels because that's too serious. I'm lonely. I want to be in love. No one loves me. I hate men. Like, that's literally... And it goes in circles and 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 circles. It's madness. It's madness. And it's like no wonder a lot of us have no men, have no women. It's because we have stupid standards. How someone should be, how their tone should be in text. You don't have no tone in text since when? It's like, are they using the right emojis? It comes down to like, it's like you should be caring about things that matter, like their hygiene. And it's just like, what really gets me about this whole like financial side of it is we're all broke. Women have a little bit more money, but we're all broke in this economy. So first off, let me say... Women are broke too. We're not out here making $80,000 on average. We're making $45,000 on average. The, a man makes an average of about $33,000. I'm talking about millennial people. And we could argue about why those things are. But the fact is, it's like women aren't out here rolling in dough to the point where they are living their lifestyle that they prefer. I'm probably the only one who's living the lifestyle they prefer because I have a rich mom. I'll tell you what, I cannot afford my nails, my hair products, my all this, all, all, all this extra stuff that I want a man to cover for me. I cannot afford that on my own. My mother finances that. And I pay for my bills while my mother finances my lifestyle. Alright, hold up, my part's coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, woo. I said, I know, I know, I know. They heard about me, I was waiting, never met the dough. I said, ooh. I like that part. I said, ooh. Let me hit my LFR. And then while <laughs> you guys done got me started, it's like while people are in the talking stage, you got the woman wanting the guy to come in and make him his girlfriend. See, a lot of women expect to be the girlfriend way too fast. Way too fast. I'm talking like less than two months. They want to be the girlfriend. And how long? And like I hear women talk about you need to vet who you're dating. You need to really know them. You need to ask their friends. You need to ask around about them and blah, blah, blah. You need to make sure that they're telling the truth that they're single and vetting. And it's just like you can't vet a woman in two months. 
you need to know she's crazy. You need to know she's single. You need to know she has a crazy baby daddy, crazy ex-boyfriend. What if her parents are racist? What if she's racist? What if she's like, you know, like, No one vets anyone anymore. And like, we need to stop calling the talking stage. We need to stop calling vetting the talking stage. We're vetting each other. Yes, we have a mutual attraction against one another, but that doesn't mean we have to take it to the moon. I feel like a lot of us are attracted to a lot of different kind of people. And that's where our sexual orientation comes in. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. But what I think there's something wrong with is what we do with our attraction. We're not having kids because we're not satisfied with who we're potentially going to have sex with. I left Tinder at 10,000 likes. My husband is in there. I have several husbands in there. But they're not hot enough. They're not tall enough. Their dick's not big enough. They're just not enough. And for me personally, what made me so harsh on men and like, the standard is not dating coaches. It's not podcasts. It's just this idea that I'm supposed to have more. And I don't know where that comes from. And if I don't see that on your outward appearance, and this leads into my next unpopular opinion, which a lot of you are going to hate me. But if I don't see it in your appearance, I'm not going to approach you. If I'm not going to approach you, we're never going to have a conversation. If we never have a conversation, we're never going to know if we're going to even be attracted to each other. And if we don't know we're going to be attracted to each other, how could we ever potentially start vetting for one another to lead to boyfriend and girlfriend, to lead to husband and wife, to lead to children? I don't want to hear this song. My next unpopular opinion is Andrew Tate is hot as fuck. I don't care what anyone says. I don't give a fuck. If you unfollow me, I don't give two fucks. Like, I literally, I think he's so cute. I love the way he says Bugai. He says Bugatti, like Bugatti. I got the watch to match Bugatti. Like I like, I like him. I love how unapologetic he is about his his statements he made in the past, like his actions. He'll defend them by providing context, and we're kind of like, oh, this is what's really going on. And I think we really jumped the gun in banning him. It is a moon time. Okay, most people don't know how to have sex. I read that. But we also need to normalize cheating to be happy. I don't think women are doing the cheating. I think men are doing the cheating. And I think that women have to be okay with it in order to be happy. There's no such thing as a 100% monogamous man. There's just no such thing. There's just no such thing. There's too many women out here. There's too many options. There's too many sites. Okay? 
there's too much temptation and like man as in man in general is weak to temptation so if your husband makes a mistake if your boyfriend makes a mistake it's up to you to determine if you're going to allow that to happen and if you allow it to happen you probably be more happier If cheat like cheating, getting upset over cheating, and this is my opinion, is a social construct. We're taught that you're supposed to react a certain way when you get cheated on. And initially it does hurt, but we're also taught we're supposed to leave the person like immediately. And we're taught that like no matter like it doesn't matter what conditions are set in place, like marriage is breakable. And that's not what it should be. And happiness, is that the ultimate goal? What about, what happened to, what happened to sustainability? What happened to being content? What happened to being fulfilled? That doesn't necessarily mean you're happy. Are we, are we prioritizing happiness a little too much? My next popular opinion is Joe Rogan isn't funny. I don't think he's funny. I I find him to be an excellent interviewer, a great podcaster, an excellent person, a great fighter. I just don't think he's funny. My next popular opinion is that pools, like your swimming pool are disgusting it's disgusting i will never set foot in a pool again i didn't have an experience that sticks out but just the amount of pissing and farting and like passing like little fecal matters like it's just disgusting it's disgusting it's disgusting it's disgusting no matter no matter no matter chlorine is gonna wash out away it's disgusting it's disgusting like people blow their nose underwater people oh 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 lord And my last and popular opinion of this podcast is that women shouldn't have to work the week of their period. We're, we're dying that week. We're internally bleeding. And yeah, it happens. And a lot of us have like PMS syndrome. So it's like we shouldn't have to work on, our, on the week of our period. Why? We're literally in bed, some of us with horrible cramps. And we're supposed to take drugs and drive and go to work. A lot of us gain 10 pounds that week and don't feel well. Let's go a little over 30 minutes with my last two opinions. Is that the pressure we put on mentally ill people to literally not be mentally ill is cruel and barbaric. I shouldn't be given the expectation or the standard to act normal when my brain is broken. I should be holding the standard that you should be able to have medicine and surgery and doctors available to fix my fucking brain. That's the standard I should hold my doctors to. That's the standard I should hold the FDA to, the whole board, Dr. Fauci. Okay, I'm getting a little too, just a little, just a little overboard. And my last opinion is that I really think that people who are not mentally ill 
like your family and your doctors and your friends who are not mentally ill. I think that they think that people with mental illness are faking it for attention or time off of work. Listen, honey, I'm not faking shit. I'm not faking suicidal thoughts. I'm not faking my medication not working. I'm not faking it. I'm not fake calling the crisis center. I'm not fake paying my doctor. I'm not fake paying health insurance. I want to be healthy. Your health is your wealth. Your health is number one. So what I need is for my friends, my family, my doctors to get with the fucking program and know that I am not faking this for time off. That you're not faking it for time off. That you're not faking it for mental illness, for for attention. Who who wants this kind of attention besides me? Mm-hmm. My last part, my last opinion is that everyone has sex on their minds. You can't tell me otherwise. Just because like I'm calling the kettles black, like just because I have sex on my mind all the time, like I. How much you want to bet your teachers, your boss, your friend, even you have sex on your mind 24-7. You guys know my part's coming up. Baby, like a dog in here. This is the Manic Candace Podcast. It's Halloween. Go get your candy. Check your kids' candy. And if you're out there taking a baby out trick-or-treating, all power to you. This is Candace again with the Manic Candace Podcast. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Bye.